Welcome to the Green Wisdom Health Podcast with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis, where you will learn about natural solutions to common ailments. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are excited to be bringing you another show this week and trying to help you live a healthier, happier life. And the title of this show is about blood sugar. So it's called the Blood Sugar Roller Coaster. And I know you're wondering, well, what has that got to do with anything? But you'd be surprised how many things blood sugar controls. And now for this past year and a half, it's been controlling a lot of y'all because of the... uh, the you can't hide on lab i think <laughs> yeah that's throw it that yeah uh basically you know people have been eating their way through their feelings of many things in our country so um we're going to try to help you calm some of that down offer you some alternatives and dr lewis is always going to fill you with hope like he does and help you have a life worth living so um dr lewis Yes, I know that our dietary choices and lifestyle practices play a huge role in maintaining balance or spiking blood sugar levels. Can you tell me how or what to do about some of the dietary choices that we're making that would impact that? Well, you know, to do that, you'd have to start thinking. And unfortunately, we're, we're trying, to, or there are people trying to train us to not think, just to react. Uh, there's diet and, and food is not what it was when I was a kid, and I know that was a couple of years ago. But you know, used to we weren't allowed but one starch per meal, and you know we got a soda, you know, once in a blue moon. If we faked a stomach ache, you know, Mama'd give us a Seven Up or something like that. But we didn't get them routinely. And high, high fructose corn syrup is one of the worst things you could do. But, you know, the problem is you, you've got to understand that it's the television and advertisers that's the main teacher of nutrition. And uh, the the food industry in that, uh, they, they spend billions and billions and billions of dollars every year on, on so-called education via advertisement. And Kellogg's themselves says, we don't apologize for putting sugar in cereals. Of course, they did a hatchet job on fats, and that's why there are people that are beginning to think for themselves and are starting to go paleo-primal keto, which is high fat and low sugar and low glycemic, which is a good thing. And the other thing, um, you should eat a lot more fiber per day, and very, very few of us get that. You know, if you get 25, you're probably doing really good, but 50 is better. Then you wouldn't have trouble having bowel movements if you did that. And I know you mentioned um, the cereal companies. That's always a shock to so many whenever you tell them that if you're eating cereal in the morning, that that's not really a great way to be starting your day. And um, because we've been uh, through media all of our lives, just like you said, they tell you, you know, that's the best thing to do is have a bowl of cereal in the morning. What, What does that do to your blood sugar? What are the alternatives to doing that? Well, something that doesn't spike your blood sugar and or your insulin. <clears throat> you know, I've said before that uh, too much sugar equals fewer vegetables equals less zinc. And very few of us get enough zinc. 
which equals, after less zinc, equals poor taste, equals more sugar to give you the taste and that, that spike. And it's a vicious cycle. And, you know, we've learned through this COVID stuff that, you know, people are the lower ones in zinc are the ones that are more susceptible to succumb from the virus amongst other things uh the other thing you know when i say low glycemic it's i mean things that turn to sugar slowly that'd be low glycemic and you know you've heard janet and probably me talk about i I discovered i had a gluten problem but you know sometimes it may not even be the gluten it may be just the wheat itself because wheat and and oats too but wheat more so uh they have a they're very destructive to your immune system and sometimes it's expressed as celiac disease uh which can go into weird things like cerebellar ataxia dementia add adhd and, and sometimes if you just get your kids off of grain and, and, yeah, I'd like to pick on wheat, but there's some other grains that are offensive, too. Uh, what happens is they have opiate-blocking drug qualities that are not necessarily uh, due to gluten, but gluten can be a problem in and of itself. But if you avoid wheat, for the most part, you avoid gluten. Of course, that's hops and barley also. Um there's there's a component of wheat that's that's actually responsible for behavioral distortions, you know, like schizophrenia and in, in children, even with autism. I mentioned ADD, ADHD, uh, and some of it's been identified, some of it has not. But uh, it's it's something called exorphins. So it's not necessarily gluten-triggered immune response. So sometimes you don't know if it's gluten or you don't know if it's wheat. So you know the obvious answer is just stay away from wheat um well and the question i have you know if you're not because so many of us have been conditioned to that's what you eat in the morning what are some alternatives that would actually help not spike your blood sugar in the mornings which you know many don't really understand that's what they're feeding their kids before they go to school with uh school getting ready to start you know they give them a bowl of basically sugar and or, 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 a, pop, or a pop tart which is right. sugar and the wheat and then by lunchtime or before lunchtime they start having the crashes because the sh- blood sugar spikes and then starts going down right starts making them irritable antsy uh not very nice to be around because they're they're starving by that time so what would you recommend for say a school-age child or a way to change that would like eggs be something better or eggs is almost always a a good thing unless there are some people that have developed uh, sensitivities to that but generally speaking eggs i'm a big fan of meat Uh, you can do fish you can do bacon uh you know sausage if it's a good one but and leave off the toast you know that that would be a really really good thing and uh you know sometimes People just do a shake, and you put a protein in it, and some proteins are way, way better than others, uh, depending on where they get them. Uh, Whey protein, sometimes they spray that out at 900 degrees, and it oxidizes and messes up your cholesterol profile. So you you do have to be careful. Uh, You know, there's there's all kinds of things that, you know, I've always got something to say. 
<clears throat> some sometimes though, I mean, becoming pre-diabetic or having metabolic syndrome, uh, some of the things that when you reverse your diabetes, your metabolic syndrome, your insulin resistance, and that's why we check insulin on your labs. It tells a lot. But when you reverse that, there's also many other incurable so-called diseases that have been known to get much, much better or go away. One of the one of the worst things we've ever done as a society is we lost our faith that your body's smart enough to heal itself, and it really is. So I've seen people that had arthritis go away. Talked to my dentist husband yesterday, and he talked about well, when he changed his diet, all of his joint pain went away. Uh, macular degeneration has been known to get better. Uh, weird, weird nerve diseases like motor neuron diseases. Of course, I mentioned ataxia uh, before. Uh, but there, there's things that are not necessarily diseases of old age. And, you know, I've got Rob up in Michigan. I love this guy. Uh, he says, well, you cured me of things I thought was old age. I said, well, first of all, you're not old. And secondly, you're incredibly good looking. I've seen him on Facebook. Uh, but he's consistent. And there's the key. You have to be consistent. You have to find something that you really trust and stick with it. And, you know, you can't be one of these people and say, well, can can you just pick out the one or two things that's the most important? And it's like, well, you know, you're taking up 45 minutes of my life. If, if you're not going to jump in, I can't help you. So please, please, you know, take good care of your body. There's a lot of reasons to do that. And the reasons aren't necessarily you. It's because you could be a better blessing to your spouse, to your kids, to your grandkids, to the people you work with you have to find the need behind the need and getting rid of or eating uh, better for to reverse the metabolic syndrome and insulin resistance and diabetes if it's type two uh, can bless many many people when you do that because what happens if you don't reverse that what are some of the things that could happen to you if you keep your blood sugar on a roller coaster well, you know, once it gets consistently over about 140 average, it starts uh, hurting your eyes. It starts killing your kidneys. And I've had people that says, Dr. Lewis, will you give me a kidney? I said, nope, you didn't take care of the two you had when I told you to 20 years ago. I've got three kidneys. I'm going to save one of them for somebody really special that's going down trying, not somebody that smoked and drank and, you know, eating snow cones all day long. A lot of people think, I guess, that it's just never going to happen to them. And then when it gets to that point and, you know, they're going on dialysis or having parts amputated off of them because of blood sugar problems. I told you you have to know, excuse me, you have to know the need behind the need. And that's why Janice motivated as she saw her grandfather get... uh, Both legs amputated. Yeah, that's kind of sad. And it's, it's preventable. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like these people that say, well, it's type 2 diabetes and it runs in my family. Yeah, well, y'all know that I'm getting a little more blunt. And thank you, Kara. (laughs) You're a sweetheart. She said, well, Dr. Lewis, you're just grumpy because you care so passionately and your heart's so full to help people. Well, really and truly, that's true. Kara's up in Indiana. Her and her husband are just sweethearts. 
Uh, and then there was this lady that said she was um, driving from Texas to her other home in Missouri, and she listened to our podcast for nine hours. Hell, I don't even want to listen to me for nine hours. So, you know, thank you that you got something good for it. The people that encourage us actually make us both work harder, and we love, love, love our job. That's why we decided we made a conscious decision. We can't retire because more people are going to be blessed if we just kind of hang around and do this we're actually working harder i think we're now working on sundays trying to get people's labs out to them because it means a lot to us that you get your results back quickly Uh, because if you invested the time and money to go have the lab run we feel like it's our duty to make sure that you get results as fast as you can yeah we're doing this at a super super low cost so please don't complain about the price as i'm you know not charging you five or ten grand or eight grand like they charged kelly uh in or was going to charge kelly in alabama she's a sweetheart too you know and when a doctor puts you on different drugs, that's not a bad thing. I'm not an MD. I, I respect what they do. But, you know, when you get uh, diabetes, that is not a deficiency of metformin, although I've seen metformin and glucophage do some help help people, but you still have to, should, change your diet because these drugs lower your vitamins and minerals, CoQ10, folic acid, uh, B12, you know, things like that. What about that running in your family? Well, you know, back to me being grumpy. Thank you, Kara, for letting me say face. Uh, I had this preacher, and he caught me coming out of my shop, and he said, are you the doctor? I said, yes, sir. And he wanted to be adjusted, and he was older than me, and he has a big old belly on him. And he said, well, diabetes runs in my family. I said, your son with the great big belly said the same thing. I said, it didn't run in your family. What happened was you learned to eat incorrectly. And I said, you're a preacher. Well, let's talk the temple of the Holy Spirit for a little while, and I'll finish up with some of that. But I said, you know, we all have our weaknesses and sins, and I probably do more than most. But, you know, having a big old 50-pound belly is not one of them. Um, it don't run in your family you just learned incorrect eating habits so it's not when they say it runs in my family they're trying to give an excuse like they have no responsibility and no control well you do have control and that's what janet and i are here to help you with and you know we we do that but well and i think the big thing that really does help them for people that are new to our show is the low-cost lab i mean you briefly touched on it that you sit and go over it but if you don't know what we're talking about, basically we run a minimum of 12 panels of lab. We don't, in, we don't do insurance because that's how we're able to run those 12 panels of lab, and that's how we're able to do it so inexpensively. We do not like guessing at what's going on with your health. But if you think that you're having a blood sugar problem, you know, you're irritable before it's lunchtime, you don't want to eat in the morning, you skip some meals, you drink coffee for breakfast, and that's it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, coffee does increase insulin resistance. But by She's itself. She's going from preaching to getting personal. Quit it. By itself, oh, with yes, no yes, food. Got the stink out of there. Is probably not the best solution. Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, again, you, you might be right. But that's where the lab will show whether you are or not. Do you know cancer occurs twice as often as in diabetics? I did not know that. Well, you know, if that's not a motivator, I don't think anything can motivate you. Do you know that depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, memory loss, and dementia 
is greatly, greatly increased just because of uh, the the metabolic syndrome, the type 2 diabetes, and that's increased from the diabetic drugs. And again, I I don't poo-poo people for taking drugs. I love my MD, have the greatest respect for him, but if you're you're on any kind of medications at all, you really have to up your nutrient intake, and it's got to be good nutrients. Well, and on the lab, you know, they... uh, when you get lab run using insurance, you don't get a A1C, a three-month blood sugar. You get glucose because they don't suspect you're a diabetic. The only time they, they run that A1C is if they think you're a diabetic. So we have three parts we look at because we've seen people have a good glucose because they're trying to be really great right before they go to the lab the night before. They don't eat anything bad. And then it looks like it's okay. Very small snapshot of a very small time period. So then we look at the three-month average because there's really no way for you to get by with that for three months. And it shows you an average of what's going on. Now, we have seen on younger people that their A1C will still look great. And we look at the person and think there is no way they're eating right because of the big bellies. So we've added another test. Or their love handles. (laughs) We've added one called insulin because insulin will tell you if the poor little pancreas is being overworked because at some point it's going to say, enough's enough, I give up. Let's make you a diabetic because I can't do this anymore. And too much insulin is is a a fat-depositing hormone, and it messes up your triglycerides, and then it starts clogging up your liver, and your liver enzymes go high, and you get non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the stubborn fat also that's around the midsection? Yeah, if, if you're type 2 diabetic and you want to get super duper serious in it, there's a book called The Diabetes Solution by Dr. Bernstein, and he's he's pretty famous. And, and it's really a complicated, long read, but he talks about the thrift gene and why it's harder to lose weight. And, I mean, it is a good book. It's just a little bit much for most people. I, I enjoyed it, but... Uh, you know, there's just so much you can do, but abnormal sugar metabolism is the largest epidemic on the planet. Seriously. Well, and there's some there's some reasons why that's happening, and there's some things you can take to help you get control of it. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are going, well, I have what they're talking about, but frankly, I don't know how to stop it and don't want to stop it because I don't know what else to do about it. So how would someone start trying to break the cycle if they didn't want to start off with a lab and they just wanted to get a few products and and see if they could what could be causing some of the issues of, of blood sugar? I know yeast is is a big player in it. Oh, uh, big time and you know something I don't talk about much is acetyl-L-carnitine and I guarantee you she didn't know I was going to say that. But uh you know chromium, or, do you want to talk about products now? Is that what you're going to. I'm just going to whatever you're going to, but I just think... <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like she people, doesn't control me. No. I'm trying to give people hope here. <laughs> okay. I, that I'm trying to help them be able to get well, something to help break the cycle or know why there, why there is a cycle. Well, the, the supplements definitely help, and you know, most of us don't have a lot of willpower because uh, the bad bacteria in candida actually do more to crave these things than we do out of our head. So, you know, chromium is a very, very incredible one because it's a, it's an essential mineral. It helps maintain 
blood sugar levels that are proper and proper insulin utilization. And it can be uh, helpful for many, many people. You know, I've always teased that or glucose support uh, makes Bluebell not call my name at night and Snickers like, yeah, I don't care or not. And and sugar's always been my issue because I was raised that way, but it, it I still have the responsibility to do the right thing. So metabolism of glucose is very incredibly tied to chromium. And 9 out of 10 people are deficient. That's what the statistics say. So chromium helps stop the spiking then, right? It helps. Uh, yeah. Even if it's low, it helps. But most of us have high blood sugar. But yes, it does. And that's what happens when you start having blood sugar problems is it'll be really low to start with. And then as you don't do anything about it, you become type 2. And then that's just like your family. So um, the other person that's out here listening is saying, well, I don't eat like that. I just I just drink juices and Cokes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, To you northern people, a Coke down here in the south is any soda. Sodas, yes. We call them Cokes. Yeah. Um, is that person also somebody that could become a diabetic even though they're not eating these grains you're talking about? Yeah, all the time. We, we see it all the time. Uh and, you know, we talked about uh, intestinal flora and, and, you know, too much yeast. You know, what we eat really does affect our intestinal flora, but our intestinal flora also affects what we eat, and that affects uh, blood glucose. And, yes, a lot of this is research that I've read, like from Journal of Nutrition, which is a really good one. Uh, diabetes actually worsens colitis. But then again, I wonder, well, is it the diabetes that does that, or is it the wheat-gluten connection that I talked about, or it mimics celiac disease? And, and, and they, I don't know the answer to that, but you can talk to your uh, right. GI doctor to get a colonoscopy and And, and then they out. give you an antibiotic a lot of times to help help fix some of that, and then what does that create once they've done that? Well, you kill the good bacteria, and then the bad bacteria and candida, you know, does an overgrowth. And, you know, if you have bad yeast, then you have to put in the good yeast, which is Saccharomyces boulardii, and uh, reseed your colon, your small intestine and colon, with probiotics. And we have a lot of them, and you have to do it for a long time, two months to two years to forever. I do it every day or every night. Janet gives me some because I'm more consistent with her doing it so you have to have a helpmate and you know i'm very grateful for that um the other thing beside just uh craving sugar or having yeast problems did you know that having a blood sugar imbalance can affect your thyroid excess insulin can harm your thyroid and about two-thirds or three-fourths of everybody that we do the lab on we do five parts of the thyroid instead of the usual one or two uh, two-thirds to three-fourths have a suboptimal thyroid. One of the things you can do, you know, just another way to help control this and, and the proper flora in your GI tract is just berberine. Berberine is absolutely, oh, my God, a near miracle thing. And what it is, basically, it's a phytochemical that has an antifungal action. So it's an herb. Yeah, and uh, golden seal contains berberine also, although I don't think you should take berberine for a long, long time. But guess what else it does? You know, besides kill a lot of the, the fungi, including candida, 
it's uh, super anti-inflammatory. And inflammation is always part of the equation in any kind of disease or symptom process. It's, it's always inflammation. So berberine is very, very important. And that's something you could take forever and be okay. And I think it's interesting also that many times blood sugar has got a role to play with female hormones um, because an, an imbalance will actually lower progesterone. And people don't ever hear about that. They're always wanting to take estrogen. But progesterone, I can tell you on about 98% of our labs are low on on the people we run the labs on, on women. And uh, progesterone... But men don't say anything about it because you'll get your head cut off. Well, they don't really know what progesterone <coughs> does. Progesterone is a calming hormone. I've gotten more gifts from men for putting their wife on progesterone. So read between the lines on that, Bubba. Uh, women that are lacking progesterone often experience symptoms of anxiety, depression, can't sleep, fertility issues, and more. And I can tell you from experience myself that I sleep so much deeper doing progesterone and all the ladies I've given it to, except maybe two of them, have told me the same thing. It's like they sleep so deep. She says I'm nicer when she takes it, and, and that's the truth. Oh, it's uh, but I had no idea that it had something to do with blood sugar imbalances. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, Janet was talking about the anxiety and the stress, and, and that's very, very common because once you feed and grow too much yeast, and, and I tell people this all the time, they put out something called thiaminase that blocks thiamine production. You don't get enough in your diet anyway, but uh, yeast steal that, so we can put you on. I uh, used to use benfotamine. We've got another product that's coming out soon, and benfotamine works wonders because you can just do so much of it. Well, for that stress, and almost everybody has adrenal stress. It's either way too high before it craters and goes into fatigue uh, and goes really low. Well, one of the most uh, popular things is pantothenic acid complex. Well, pantothenic acid is B5. It's known uh, as an anti-stress vitamin. It plays a role in production of the adrenal hormones, which that's tied into blood sugar. It has to do with the formation of your antibodies and vitamin utilization and it's helpful in treating uh, depression and anxiety. Uh, deficiency can cause fatigue, headache, nauseousness, tingling in the hands. I can't sleep. I can't eat. You know, that that's an old Alan Jackson song. So it's very, very important uh, that you do that. And then one of the things that I love besides the panic acid complex is it has a great amount of... Uh, cordyceps in it now cordyceps if you'll do your research uh it's it's they call it an herb i thought it's a mushroom so whatever it is it's used very widely in chinese medicine and what it does restores the yin and the yang which means it balances energy but it does that between the lungs and the kidneys and that's super, super important. It has uh, substances that actually inhibit, uh, uh, slows down the degeneration of the lung. And I know it works like, oh, my God, for me, because my lungs are my weak area. 
It's in our immune essentials as well, cordyceps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's an incredible product. I've seen change lab work tremendously. You know, people that take that too. So there's lots and lots of different things that you can do, should do. You've got to find the need behind the need. How much do you want to be a blessing to your kids and and now the grandkids? And uh, it, it's pretty cool uh, well, that you, you can feel good and be an influence on these people. And you talk about uh, the kids. The other thing that they usually do besides give them cereal in the morning is they usually give them orange juice. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to get orange juice, you need to have it with the orange because God in his infinite wisdom put these high sugar juices with fiber. And the fiber is what slows uh, the, the, the spike in the glucose itself. So I, I'm not a fan of juice. It's not good for you. You need the pulp or the fiber that goes with it. God made it that way. You probably ought to consume it that way. Yeah, there was actually one study that was found that people who drink at least one sweet drink a day have a 26% higher chance of developing diabetes. So you're thinking, well, I'm not doing but just one thing. It's probably okay. Well, you know, what used to be a treat once a week, and then we go to once a day, and then we go to three times a day, and then we go to doing it all day long. You know, we talked in a previous podcast about periodontal disease and inflammation of the teeth and gums actually leading to heart issues and anxiety. It's also, it leads, uh, can lead to diabetes also, so... What I say, inflammation always is part of the equation. We have to find out what the inflammation's from and offset that. You know, we have, you know, like COX-2 inhibitors. If you look up the COX-2 pathways of inflammation and, and to slow the cytokine storm, and cytokines are inflammatory. I mean, they're very appropriate and necessary, but they're inflammatory. You don't want too much of that. And you don't want to give them milk either before they go to school. I know we're not giving y'all anything out there for you to feed your kids, are we? But milk is actually very, also will spike the blood sugar. It's it's high in sugar. You know that cow they had when we were kids that talked and said you need to drink your milk. I think it was, was it Borden the cow or something like that? It was a long yeah. time ago. El- Elsie? Elsie, the Borden yeah. cow. Yeah, well, she was yeah. on the Borden box. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that made us all start drinking milk, thinking it was super healthy for you, and it actually will increase your blood sugar and spike it as well. So, what is a kid supposed to drink for for you know, uh, water juice? or some some sort of herbal tea? Green tea is good because the antioxidants. Uh, different herbal teas. Our granddaughter likes Perrier water because it has a little kick of carbonation to it. She yeah, just I, don't, I don't give her the bourbon with it, but just the. <laughs> Papa, can I have the green drink? Yeah, but no bourbon, baby. Um, well, hopefully you've learned something again in this show. You probably learned things you don't wish you never knew. But, um, Dr. Lewis, we have come to the end of our session again. And um, you always leave us with closing words. I'd like for you guys that are new to go to our website at greenwisdomhealth.com and fill out the health survey and get started so you're not guessing at what's going on with your health. The lab will tell you everything you need to know. It's not a guessing game anymore at that point. It's more like a test grade. Um, but you can change it. and that's, that's, You're not stuck with this roller coaster sugar ride. So, Dr. Liz, um, what would you like to help inspire someone with this week? 
Well, the increase in sugar has certainly increased our anxiety, but one of the things you need to do, I think, is quit feeding your spirit, you know, this uh, fear. And there's a lot of things going on in the world which I think is not a good thing and not truthful, and I think the truth is being censored. But uh, and, and I have people that come in here and had a sweet lady yesterday, and she was crying. She said, I'm just so ready. Oh, the world's gone to hell in a bucket. I'm just ready for Jesus to come back. And I said, Jesus said, we have his peace, but we have to pick it up and use it. Uh, there's a scripture out of Psalms that says, Great peace have those who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. So you have to be careful what you feed your mind. Uh, in Proverbs, there's a scripture that says something about a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Don't be a crushed spirit, not just for yourself, but you have to be up beat for other people and she started crying a different kind of cry and she says thank you so much and it's like geez if i'm an inspiration that scares the heck out of me but i try to be and one of the favorite books i like is galatians because uh, one of my favorite preachers rusty preaches out of Galatians a lot and it says but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness self-control against such things there is no law and you know I'm preaching to myself there I, I have to be a little more patient and kind sometimes but let me repeat it but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. You are capable of living a healthier, a happier life spiritually, mentally, physically. We're here to help you do that. We will love you more than you love yourself until you can get that self-love and learn to bring up your health and your vibration so that you can be a blessing to more and more people. Hmm. I like that. You guys have a blessed week. We'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.